0: What is up, besties? It's me, Candice, your grooming BFF, and welcome to the Your Grooming BFF podcast, where we talk all things grooming, business, life, mindset, you name it, we're going to talk about it. I love to just have this conversation like me and you, besties, talking about life. Uh, I'm really sorry that this podcast did not drop yesterday. My goal is always to drop the podcast on Mondays and Fridays, but this is going to hit on Tuesday because I'll be super transparent. I did not set myself up for success this week, and so I try to just be very transparent with you guys, just talk about real life things that come up and the weekend was super busy and I'll be honest I just kind of unplugged did not touch my work phone all weekend did not record the podcast like I was supposed to and then I ended up staying up super late on a phone call uh, with my sister-in-laws and we were like talking about business we got stuck in a chat about business and um what we're doing with our businesses so I have two sister-in-laws one does um hand lettering designs and she's created an entire business out of it and then one is a real estate agent and so we always it's the best that we all are entrepreneurs so we constantly are we in we end up having like a family FaceTime and then we break off and like brainstorm business ideas. So I was up until midnight on the phone with them. And then I was up at 5 a.m. because I went to Austin yesterday for um, my Austin day that I do every six weeks. And I needed to try to be in Austin by 8.06 and traffic didn't really agree with me. So long story short, by the time I got home last night, I jumped into motherhood, um, mom life, because Kevin has pickleball. Kevin is my husband, and he has pickleball on Mondays and Thursdays, so we just make a quick swap on the nights that I get home a little bit later. And so the podcast did, long story short, the podcast did not get recorded. So I'm here. uh, My goal this week is to set myself up for success, and maybe I start, and maybe this is a good tip for you guys. How can you set yourself up for success so that your week goes a little smoother and you're not stressing out about things that you know needed to get done but you just truthfully didn't have the time to get them done. So my goal is to maybe record two podcast episodes on Sunday and then on Monday and Friday they can just drop and we're ready to rock and roll. So uh, that's 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 why we didn't get a podcast yesterday but hopefully it'll help you guys because I just tried to share with you like my struggles, and how I make micro adjustments to try to fix those struggles. And then just those like little micro habits lead to big things. And some weeks I do really, really freaking good. And then some weeks I'm like, "Ooh, area of opportunity, but it's okay. As long as we can recognize what needs to be adjusted, then we can always fix it. And it's that recognition of the patterns that don't best suit your life, that you can make that make a huge adjustment. And as long as you're recognizing patterns that you want to change to be better, cause that's the goal of this podcast, right? That I just leave you a little better than I found you the day, the last podcast that we met, then we're crushing it here in life, okay? So on today's podcast, you guys, I try to drop a business podcast on Monday. And sometimes it's specific to grooming, but um, this is just gonna be a general uh, podcast about business. And I think when you're starting a business or you're relaunching a business, or maybe you're just in a place in your business where you're like, damn, I'm not really satisfied with where I'm at in my business. And maybe you just want to relaunch your business again. A lot of people do not, they just are excited. They launch the business, they take off and they go and they don't really ask themselves these questions. And that was me in my first business. And even on this second round, because I moved and I had no income coming in, I kind of knew who my ideal client was. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But I didn't really stay like grounded to, to who it was. So now that I'm like built and I have a 50-person waiting list, and I can be a little bit more picky, I'm definitely narrowing down. Like, I'll be grooming a dog, and I'll be like, okay, this is a full F no, and this is not my ideal client, so we're either going to charge what I feel this dog will be worth my ideal client, or some dogs, you guys, they just don't serve me, and it has nothing to do with the dog. It just has to do with where I'm at in my career, and if it doesn't, make me happy or bring me joy. Unfortunately, I just let that dog go and I let the customer know like, hey, I'm really sorry, but at this time in my career, I really can't accommodate a dog like yours. And that's okay. It's okay to say no, which we'll do a whole nother podcast about the power of saying no. But today we're going to talk about who is your ideal clientele. And I think this is the one, the one of the most important questions when especially when you first start your business or you want to relaunch your business is you need to know who your target audience is and you need to know who your ideal clientele is. So you might want to get a pen and paper for this um, because I'm going to ask you guys some questions so that you can brainstorm because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know, somebody just who pays me money. No, that is going to lead you to burnout, frustration, frustration, you're going to get dogs that you know you shouldn't take, that you don't like, and so you should just know. You should know who your ideal client is, Or and this is for anything. If you're a hairdresser and you know that you don't like doing blondes, then that is not your ideal client. Or if you're a hairdresser and you don't like doing men's haircuts, then the men are not your ideal client. So you could use this in any business, okay, So, an ideal client is someone who finds the perfect solution to their problems or needs in the services or products that your company provides. So, question number one Who is your ideal client? How old are they? Where do they live? For me, like, where do they live? How far do I have to drive? What kind of dogs do they have? What kind of services do they want? I could tell you one thing I do not want to be known for. When I see things pop up, I'm looking for a affordable dog groomer. That's not me. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have a reasonably priced dog groomer? That's not me. Nope. Those words, those key little words, what keywords describe your service? Those, I, I am luxury. I am bougie. I am elite. I am creme de la creme. If you're looking for that kind of dog groomer, I'm your girl. (laughs) But if you're not, if you're looking for cheap, affordable, reasonable, probably you do not want Shampoochee's mobile dog groomer as your groomer. Okay? What words describe your ideal client? Okay? I'm looking for dogs, like how often do you want your services to be provided what services are most important to your ideal client? For me, I can be honest with you guys. I am not the best dog groomer. There are a lot of dog groomers that are a lot better than me. But the things that I provide make me stand out. And I know what is important to my ideal client. And I did a little survey with my clients and asked them what was most important. And none of them cared about the quality of the haircut. So my clients want to know that their dog is in a safe environment. They want somebody that they can trust. They are looking for convenience. And they want their dog cute, clean, and that it smells good. those That's what they care about. So I did a little uh, graph, and I should do this like live on Facebook or something, but write, draw a circle, like a little spider guy, okay, draw a circle, and put in the middle your ideal client, okay? What kind of behavior, and and often little brackets I put behavior, and then you could write underneath it, what kind of behavior, like I don't want aggressive dogs, I don't want dogs that fight me, I don't want dogs that bite me, (laughs) Those are not my ideal clients. What price point do I want them to pay? What schedule do I want them to be on? What breed do I want to groom? I'm at a point in my life where the big hairy guys that I have to fight and hold down and uh, my van is just like trashed and it takes me two hours to clean it after I'm grooming them. Not my ideal client. Okay. What location are they in? What size are the dogs? How long does it take to complete the service? How old are the dogs? So you should be asking yourself all of these questions as it um, corresponds to your product or services. And you can just brainstorm and you can figure out exactly who your ideal client is. And then in the next episode, I'm going to put out how to attract your ideal client. Okay? So... Here's another way that you can also help um identify your ideal client. Take a look at your current clientele if you're already established in business, and you'll know. Go through your list of your clients and be like, oh, I love that, that client. They pay the price that I want. They're easy to deal with. They make me feel good when I come. Anybody else that you're like, oh, oh uh, you see them pop up on your phone and it gives you a certain feeling, probably not your ideal client, okay? So take a look at your current clientele. Go through it and be like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, maybe. There really shouldn't be a maybe. If it's not a full yes, then it's probably a no. And if it doesn't serve you, then that's okay. Consider your client's current habits. Do they pay you on time? Do they cancel on you? Are they consistent with their schedule? all of those things, okay? And then identify their goals for your use of service. So what do they want out of the services that you provide? The next thing you're going to do is you're going to identify those fears that they have. Most people in my industry are worried about the safety, the comfort, um, of their dog, all the, they really just care that their dog is being cared for by someone that loves them that they can trust. I have a lot of clients that are what we call latch key clients, and we walk into, you know, I just have the key or the opener or the code to their house. I go in, I get their pet, I put it up. So um, identify your clients' fears for your product or your services, and then the next one is to identify how they make their buying decisions. Are they emotional buyers? Are they, you know, do they think before they buy? There's a way that everybody buys a product or service. So how can you make them feel to trigger an emotion that would make them want to buy from you? And then ask yourself, are you someone who you would like to work with? If I pulled up to your house, if you pulled up to someone's house and they saw you, are you a person that you personally would like to work with? Are you kind? Are you, do you show up on time? Or are you, do you get your orders out on time? Are you, do you look presentable? Are you friendly? Do you go the extra mile when you pull up to their houses to bring the Amazon packages up? Like, are you a good human at the end of the day and are you somebody that you would hire? And then ask yourself, What does your ideal client need? Everybody is hiring somebody for some type of product or service because at the end of the the day, they have a need that needs to be filled. So it's really important when you're sitting down to start a business. Okay, I'm starting a business. This is my business. What does my ideal future client need from my product or service. And then you know exactly what kind of services or product you need to provide. And how can you make that a 10 out of 10 so that they come up to you? And we'll talk about how to attract your ideal client, how to keep your ideal client. But I think it's really important that first and foremost, we identify the kind of person that we want to attract. And I want to remind you guys that you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. So once we accept that and we know that our people are our people, it makes it so much easier to just provide the best for the people that we know that we're meant for. And I like to look at it, especially in my industry, that I am an artist. I've been in this industry for 14 years. I know, you know, the ins and outs, but somebody that says, hey, here's a picture of this dog. I want my dog to look like it, like this. I tell them, I don't know if I can get your dog to look like that because that is work of another artist and I'm my own artist. And in every business you guys no matter what you do, you are an artist of your own kind. And I think that before you go into the imposter syndrome and you think you're not good enough because somebody returned your product or said it it didn't work for them or they fired you or they hired somebody else, it's okay. It's okay because you're not gonna be for everybody because you have a unique style and gift that makes you a special artist in your own way and your people are going to be for you and what that person is looking for is going to be for somebody else. And that's the gift of business. There's always enough clients in every industry for everyone because everyone is not for everyone. So I think that is my biggest advice once moving forward because so many times we get squashed or we feel like we're not worthy or we did something wrong. And if you could just flip the switch and remind yourself, it's okay. I just wasn't for them and they weren't for me. Like flip it. If they weren't for me, it's okay. And the next thing is better is the next better thing is coming because once you make way for what's not right for you, right? You're not, and I would make a list of what you're, ideal client doesn't look like too. What 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 does your ideal client look like? And what things are a non-negotiable that you have a line in the sand that it is a no that you're not going to tolerate from a client. And then it makes it really easy. Okay, well they're the things that they want are on the side that's not really aligned with who I am. So I guess they're just not for me. And then it makes it super easy. So That, I would love for you guys to um, take this, take notes, identify who your ideal client is in whatever business you're in, and then... Next week on the podcast, we're going to talk about how to attract your ideal client so that you can find exactly who's right for you and your business can thrive with that ideal client. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Your Grooming BFF podcast. I love coming here every single week chatting with you guys. Um, hopefully launching in March, we're going to have some guests on here from all different types of businesses sharing their tips, tricks, struggles, successes. Um, I love hearing from other business people. Like I was telling you guys how I was kind of brainstorming with my sister-in-laws who are in completely different businesses than I am. And we are all taking notes off of each other's ideas. There's so much to learn, so much to gain. Knowledge is power. And my My goal is just to help you guys be a little bit better than I left you the time before. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you share this with somebody that you know might be uh, starting, struggling, or is looking to thrive in their business. Make sure you guys go and leave me a rating review. I'm loving all of the messages that I'm getting back from you guys. It's filling my soul. Um, This is (laughs) We're doing it dirty up in here, and I'm feeling just... I love this. This is bringing me a lot of joy. I wish I would have done it sooner, but I know that my timing is exactly where it needed to be. And I'm just so grateful for you guys for being on this journey with me. So thank you guys so much for listening to the your BFF group, uh, your BFF podcast. (laughs) I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. What is up, besties? It's me, Candace, Your Grooming BFF. And on today's episode of the Your Grooming BFF podcast, I'm going to talk to you guys and see if you are chasing the right things to bring you more positivity into your life. And what I mean by this is we have a choice at all stages of life, and the game of life is filled with. Good times and bad times, and we roll through these seasons that tend to feel like so much is happening and things aren't working in our favor. And then we're in seasons where life is really freaking good. And in those seasons, when life is kind of throwing you punch after punch, can you find a way to shift your mindset to find the good? In things and bring more positivity into your life. So, today I'm going to talk to you guys. Uh, it's been on my heart. This morning I was driving and I saw 222 on my odometer thing. And I was like, maybe I am being called to talk to my besties about how I follow certain things. And I feed myself positivity as much as possible. So I'm going to talk to you guys about how I do that, what I chase, um, and maybe see if you can flip your perspective and maybe to bring more positivity into your life, you might be just chasing the wrong things. So things I chase are uh, numbers. I follow numbers. I follow patterns. I follow butterflies. I follow positivity pages. Um, I've I follow anything that can maybe on a bad day give me a glimpse of hope that even though things may not be what I think they should be right now, there's a rainbow on the other side of the storm that I'm in. And I'm not always in a storm, but uh, last year was a really rough year for me. Um, If you guys don't know, I had lost three people extremely close to me uh, within five months, one of them being in April and then two of them being in September. And it was just a really dark time for me. And I still am finding myself in a sense of mourning and Grief and grief is just a really crazy thing. You'll be doing fine, and then something will remind you of the person that you lost, and it'll just hit you like a ton of bricks. So, um, I'm going to share with you guys some things that have helped me get through these stages of grief and just bring a light to turn my grief into gratitude in those times of darkness that I hope can help you guys. So, Um, One thing that I do follow is I follow angel numbers. Um, I think angel numbers are great and you can look at them however you would like to look at them. Um, I am a person that in the last three years on my personal development journey, I have the mindset of if it doesn't hurt me, then, and it's going to bring joy and positivity in my life, then I'm willing to try it. And so I have a really great relationship. With God, and I think that if you are religious, or you believe in God, or the universe, or whatever you believe in, your relationship with God is your relationship, and it's nobody's business to tell you what that relationship with should look like. So, I have as I'm recording this podcast right now, there is a butterfly flying right in front of me. I'm not even kidding you guys. I didn't record this episode last night, and so I'm sitting in my van recording it for you. So if it sounds uh, messy or whatever, but legit a yellow butterfly which usually they're yellow uh flying in front of me. So this is divinely guided for you all today. So um I'll share a butterfly story with you guys in a little bit. But um so if so whatever that looks like for you is uniquely yours. And so I pray with my children every night. I have a great relationship uh with God. I believe in God. Uh and then I will tell you guys. Um I have leaned on A medium in the past uh, nine months to help guide me through a very complicated grief that I've been going through. I have then been guided by my medium to a Reiki master healer that has helped me tremendously. I absolutely love her. I'm really hoping we can have her on the podcast to share uh, her gift with you guys. She is the most beautiful soul in the world. Um so I've done, gone to a reiki master and she's helped uh me heal in so many ways. Um and then I follow angel numbers. So if you see a pattern of numbers or something that catches your attention, I just look at that as guidance and I'll just go to my phone and I'll search 222 and I'll I'll take resignation with what I see and that helps guide me towards Relief or positivity or hope or things like that. Um, I was recently sent this amazing guy on YouTube, and he does tarot card readings. I listen to those from time to time, and I love the message that he see he sends. Um, when I'm on Instagram or social media. That can be a very toxic place, and there is a lot, I am not even going to lie, a lot of toxic people on social media. So I really recommend that a lot of people clean up their pages and watch what they're following. If it makes you feel icky inside, you probably should not be following that person. So I follow a lot of positivity pages, a lot of inspirational pages, a lot of business pages, things that give me hope. Uh, things that give me guidance, things that give me inspiration. You guys need to be more inspired to be more. And those kind of pages just help me be inspired. I follow uh, a page that gives me like a daily motivation. I have a book called talk to me, Jesus, and it's a daily devotional. And that sometimes you guys, that blows my mind how on point these things are. It's like Crazy, but I just trust that it is what I was needing to hear that day, okay, so uh I have a talk to me Jesus book, and it's a daily devotional that I will read. uh, what else do I do i if there's a butterfly flying around, I truly believe that a butterfly is my grandma coming to show me that everything is okay. um If a Luke Bryan song comes on, I truly feel like it's my best friend saying hello. Um, and I just choose to see the best in all of the situations, something as simple as a rainbow, or if you're on a walk and you can look for a heart every day, just something that brings your heart a little joy and a little happiness. I think that, We're so caught up in the negativity and the division that's in the world right now. And I'll be honest with you guys. I don't follow politics. I don't follow the news because those things are energy suckers and they truly do not bring me any joy, like any. So if those are things that you follow and it kind of makes you feel like anxious after you watch it or nervous or worried or fearful, maybe try shifting your mindset to, okay, what can I shift this to instead? And this can go even to a person. Like the beautiful thing about social media is there is called a mute button. And I will be honest with you guys. I mute people when they make me feel a certain way. You don't have to unfriend them, but you can mute them or remove them from your feed And usually the people that uh, make me feel a certain way are the people that say they want something different in their lives, but don't take the actions to do so. And that sometimes just makes me cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And that does not bring me... And what I've realized is I can't change people. And the only thing that I can control is myself and the feelings that I have. And therefore, I use these tools to simply bring me more happiness and joy and peace in my life. Because at the end of the day, uh, what I've learned, especially this last year, is that we are in control of nothing. And the more that you try to control things, the less you will have control of them. Trust me. That's just the way the law of attraction and the universe works. If you're going to fight it, it's going to fight you back. But if you just kind of let it be and accept, as my healer would say, it just is. And once you accept that it just is, whether that be I didn't get up when I was supposed to this morning or I had a bad day or my car got stolen or I lost somebody that I really love, all of those things, they just are. And if you woke up today and you're listening to this podcast, you have another chance to make today a great day. And so many people didn't get that opportunity. So sometimes we mess up and I really try hard not to mess up two days in a row, but it's the recognition of messing up that will lead you to a habit of wanting to be better. And as long as you're striving to be better, that's all you can ask for. So I love following things that bring me joy and happiness and peace and love as I'm sitting here in this community before I dry this, you know, wash this dog. I see the trees blowing. I see butterflies flying around. The sky is blue. I have my family. I have myself. I have you guys just here chatting with me, being besties. And I just look for the positive because in a world filled with so much hate, we can always choose love, joy, peace, and happiness. And the only thing that's going to bring more of that is when we come together. And see more of that. So, I hope that this episode brings you guys so much joy and so much happiness. I hope when you think, when you see eleven eleven, you think of me. Eleven um, eleven now has so much more meaning to me, um, as I lost two people in the same week last year. One's birthday is eleven eleven, and one's birthday is a one one one. I can't help but think like. I've seen 1111 for as long as I can remember, and maybe it was just me being prepared for this next chapter. And this podcast was really inspired by one of those people and my mentor. And so I feel so grateful for her mentorship because she pushed me to spread my happiness, joy, love, inspiration, knowledge, power, and wisdom to you guys. And so. Here I am just doing the thing. I felt really compelled to share the things that bring me positivity. I hope it can help you go into your weekend. uh, Maybe with a, just a little bit different perspective to look at life because we have two choices. We can make the worst of things or we can be make the best of things. And the things that we're trying to make the worst or the best of are things that we cannot change. We cannot change the past. We can only focus on today and the future that we're so blessed to get. So I hope this brings you joy, love, and happiness. You guys, I love you and I appreciate you. If you found value in this episode, please make sure you share it with a friend. If you have not done so yet, and you've been listening to this episode and you love it, please make sure you uh, leave me a review. That would be freaking awesome. And I will be back here on Monday to start your week off. I love to start my week and end my week with you guys. It brings me so much happiness and joy. I've been loving the feedback from the podcast and I just love you guys and appreciate you guys. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.